there is a scenario that freaks me out that the Patriots end up getting the first seed again. I'm just I'm going to throw it out there. I'm nervous about it. I, that seems unlikely. I think it's more likely that the Texans get the two seed than, than that happening, at least. The Patriots do have the tiebreak over the Texans, uh, but the Patriots have to win in Pittsburgh. Not an easy game there. If they if they can't get that done, then Houston maybe closes the season out and gets a bye. Let's check out what's going on in the AFC North. Very interesting uh, situation mm-hmm. because the Steelers, once in total control and in that conversation about uh, getting a bye, that's over because they've lost three straight games. And all of a sudden, it's 7-5-1. and one. You have the Ravens breathing down their neck, and you got even the Brownies are in the in the rearview mirror. And if a bunch of things happen, they could somehow make a charge and make things interesting come week 17. But, uh, Mark, how about the uh, AFC North? The Steelers, you, you expect a free fall? Or are they going to hold on here? Well, I'm disappointed in the Steelers, as I tend to be at this time of year, because this is when their annual let's lose to New England and let the obvious start to happen to Pittsburgh. We're injured. We're banged up. We don't have our starting running back. It's like, let, you know, figure yourselves out, because three weeks ago I thought they were a shoe-in. Right now, to me, Baltimore is very dangerous, the way they transformed their team under Lamar Jackson. And I think Cleveland is a, t- a team no one wants to play. If Cleveland takes out the Broncos and there's a couple weeks left, they are very much in game for this too. This is the season right here for Pittsburgh. This game in New Eng- this game in Pittsburgh against New England. The Patriots are a much better team at home than they are on the road. The Steelers should be favored in this game. Mm. Playing in their own home stadium, this is a must-win game because they have to go into New Orleans next week. And the Saints have won every game at home by double digits for the past three months. Steelers find a way to lose games, but all these losses have been at the very end. Close games. I don't think they're collapsing, but I do think it was a heavy dose of disrespect from our graphics team. Where's the camera? Right there. That didn't put the Browns on that AFC North thing because if the Browns win these three games, they have a a chance. They have a chance. Like, well, there's there, there, there is a real there is a real possibility if Pittsburgh does they? not handle their business that Baltimore Cleveland Week 17 could decide this division. Is it likely? Yeah, no. maybe. It's just possible. That hasn't right. happened in like 20 years. Anything's possible, Mark. You know that's the great thing about sports. We all think we know, but then reality comes and it, it makes us all fools. And isn't that fun? It is fun. Sports, it'll make you a fool. Uh, let's talk about the wild cards in the AFC. It's, it's a, a fun race, a wide-open race. Chris Wessling, who's the team that you're most confident uh, will end up with one of those wild cards? If we're counting the Ravens as one of the wild card teams instead of the AFC North favorite, then I would say the Ravens. They've got, according to sites I've seen, about a 50% chance to make the playoffs right now. They face a Buccaneers team this week that gives up about 20 more points on the road than they do at home. The Ravens should be heavy favorites in that game. And then it gets a little serious with at the Chargers and home versus the Browns to close out. But the Ravens are rolling. They almost beat the Chiefs. Before that, they were about as hot as any team going the last three weeks with a running game that nobody's stopping. You know who loves Lamar Jackson other than just fans? Like the the Ravens' offensive line. I mean, they've been mowing down people. Kenneth Dixon is back in the mix and I think really adds an element. He looks explosive. And they're the team of all these wild cards, including your Colts, who are really dangerous and they're great. The Ravens are the one team in that AFC group that that I could see being in the Super Bowl in some crazy scenario. Like, at least they, I think they – Oh, I could see the Colts doing that. If everything came right, the way their defense is improving, too, has been impressive. I mean, the Colts have the Cowboys, Giants, and Texans. 
two of those three very feel Titans. very doable. And Titans at the end. Very doable to me. Dallas is the one that we could find out if you're seven and seven after this after this coming week in Indianapolis, you're in big trouble. A little disappointed in all of you guys. I asked what's the team you're most confident about getting a wild card in the AFC. It's the Chargers, you know. Oh, well, I, we were, I already I mean, considered them on. like in their own intel. <laughs> hey, they're in. That's, that, that was the question. Dan, that is, that is very fair because I mean, three, they Angeles technically Chargers. are locked in there. Really yeah. good position. But the yeah. other, those are other good, good commentary on the other teams as well. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on this uh, playoff race? And, and Mark, be honest though. Be honest. What would you do if the Browns were playing a meaningful Week 17 game for the playoffs? Would for you the show North? up for work? Would you come to work that day? Well, I mean, I have to, so I would. I mean, there's, I am the the sole breadwinner in the family, so I would, I would show up. <laughs> but I would say this: what if, if we they, get, what if we talked to the shadowy league figures and said we're going to give Mark the day off and we're cool with it? Oh, I'd love let that. Let him fly. If they won that game, I'd probably be somewhere up in Culver City in the you know the bar district, set like twenty to thirty cars on fire, and just walk <laughs> home. If they won. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move to the uh, NFC side and take a look at that race. And, and again, we have uh, the top of the conference is very saucy because you got the Saints, who now, because of that Rams loss uh, to the Bears on Sunday Night Football, they are uh, in a tie with the Rams, but because they have the, own the head-to-head tiebreaker, they are the first seed right now. The Rams at two, the Bears uh, at three, and the Cowboys at four. And Wes, this feels pretty locked in here, right? Yeah, it's just spots. about locked in. The, the Rams and Saints are playing for home field. The Rams have a slightly easier schedule than the Saints, but the Saints should win all their games because they're better than their opponents. So that kind of evens out. And then the Bears appear to be locked into three. The Cowboys-Seahawks game would be the 4-5 seeds. Yeah, I've been saying, you know, just put Troy Aikman, Joe Buck uh, in <laughs> Dallas on Sunday for that wild card game. That's going to be the late Fox wild card game, 4-5, because they're, the Seahawks almost cannot get past for that five spot, and the Cowboys are not going to catch up with the Bears because of tie breaks. I am interested to see the Saints, though, over the next few weeks. They have to be at least a little concerned that their two worst offensive performances of the season came in a row. I mean, that's not what you want at this time of year. Also being held on under, the road where they're not nearly as good as Absolutely, they are. and they do have a road game against Carolina. I know Carolina is struggling, but that is a division matchup. And the Panthers have been very good at home on balance. So that that's a concern in Week 17. What about the Bears? Any chance they could sneak up and grab a bye? Probably not. I mean, having beaten the Rams helps you a lot. You if need the Rams to, to go lose south twice, with, right? Yeah, you need uh, the Rams to lose twice. The, these teams up at the top aren't, you know, yes, maybe the Saints are a little bit off their, their mark of late, but they're not teams that are suddenly going to drop two of three to close the season. I agree, and the Bears have to take care of their own business. It's not a given that they're going to beat the Packers at home this week, and then they have at Minnesota to close out the season. I mean, look at a team like the Panthers or the Packers. Uh, these are lesser teams, but a team or the Steelers, who we just talked about, a team that's moving along well and then they hit a wall. The, maybe the Rams and the Saints have had some issues lately, but you don't expect them to go into any free fall. They're simply too good. They still win games, but they're maybe it's not the dominance we were experiencing right. like a month some, ago, which is fine. It's okay as long as you can get it back. I think of the way that Nick Foles helped the Eagles win games. He was not playing well, but the team around him essentially – propped him up in the last few weeks of the season for the Eagles. Good teams find a way to win games like that, and then you kind of, you know, circle the wagons when the playoffs start. So the – and then you look at the wild cards, and the Vikings absolutely snuck out the joint 
uh, on offense in, um, on Monday night. It cost uh, John DeFilippo's job as offensive coordinator. But here they are at 6-6-1, six, six, and one, still holding on to that sixth seed. Right now the Seahawks are the uh, five seed. They're not going to catch the Rams in all likelihood, uh, but they seem pretty locked in. It's that number six seed that is really going to be a dogfight, Mr. Sessler. Yeah, and the Vikings have the Dolphins, Lions, and Bears. So I, I just see them at best as equal to Miami and lesser than the Bears and a better team than the Lions. So what are we going to get here? Maybe an eight, seven, and one team that in theory could potentially be tied with the Packers at 8-7-1 if a lot of other things happen. And those two teams, that would go to Minnesota because they have one win in a tie versus Green mm. Bay. The Vikings are the heavy front runners here. The Panthers have a quarterback playing through an arm injury, and he's not playing well. The Eagles have a quarterback who has a back injury and isn't even expected to play. The Packers have to play in Chicago and pull off a major upset to even stay in the race. And the Giants and Bucks are bad teams. It's ugly, though. I mean, there hasn't been an eight-win wild card team since the 2006 Giants who are just you know the best team at sneaking into the playoffs when they're you know highly mediocre so this is an eight win keep an eye on it and oh. yeah it's <laughs> it true happen again. it could happen again because when you just broke down that Viking schedule mark I thought I mean it it's very easy to see them at seven eight and one right. it's very easy to see the Packers not getting to eight wins and then you don't even see a logical Eight-win team. We could have a seven-win team. The Vikings could get in at seven, eight, and one. It's not that crazy. We've I, seen I, it happen. And I will. I'll spare Wes because his head's going to explode if I go through the Giants' path to the playoffs because we just did it on our Wednesday podcast. But I will tell you this: you look at the Giants' schedule. If they win out, that's the biggest challenge. If they win out, they win out against the Titans and the Cowboys and on the road against the Colts. All the other things that need to work out are highly, to me, likely. It's not as crazy as it looks. It could happen, and then they could go all the way up through the NFC. Nothing is crazy when there's only three weeks left. If we were Come talking on, about Chris. this five weeks ago, you'd seem like a lunatic. Eli Here, Magic. Here's the thing, though. When you look Come at it, I, I think the Giants have actually been underrated this year. I think they're a fairly average team, but you don't expect an average team to win three straight coin flip games. Those are three teams that are solid that they're right. going against. I was going to ask to see them win a game against a team that's not at its most shorthanded throughout the entire season. But I think I'd like to just Eli. see him play against Eli. the team that's right. not Eli. at his most shorthanded. I think you, yeah, you're asking too much. I mean, much what, you want to give out a, a box of lollipops for beating Mark Sanchez and Josh Johnson? Go it ahead. It doesn't matter. They didn't have Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley. He might just be the best player in the league. And they're giving him the rock. And he's destroying everyone in his Let's path. Let's calm down with the best player in the league <laughs> in a league that has Patrick Mahomes lighting up defenses. Hey, listen. You want to call it ridiculous if I say Saquon Barkley should be in that conversation? That's your decision. That's your opinion. That's all. I think he's a special. Dan, as a, as a New York Jets fan, you would take Saquon or, or Quincy Anunua on your roster, which it's a, well, you got that's a coin. You got to keep. Q. How about Saquon or Sam receiver. Darnold? Uh, that's a better question, but I would mm. go with Sam Darnold because I believe in his potential as a quarterback. Be you'd rather have him than the best player in the NFL. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm, I agree with you, but the hesitation in your voice, you know, I'll tell. Well, I Darnold's just said that's how it. highly I think of Saquon, but th th that's it. Let's now go through our playoff predictions as a group, starting with Mark Sessler. Uh, let's take a look at Mark's choices. I'm sure they're all going to be perfect. <laughs> well, I think, I think in, in both, oh, si both sides, the top five. I mean, we're going to go through four of these, so I wanted to spice it up a little bit. And I, I kind of buy into Dan's magic in the NFC, and I buy into my own hope <laughs> that, that it can happen in number six for the Browns and the AFC. It's not... <laughs> 
that crazy. I would say it, it's not crazy to say that one of those two things would happen. And I would rather see the Giants go than some of these teams that I've been annoyed by for a month plus. I kind of just stopped paying attention to the Giants. Well, come back into my life, get in eight and eight, have a nice little Eli Manning celebration <laughs> in the playoffs, beat Bill Belichick one more time in wow, the Super Bowl, and then suddenly he's going to have to admit that he's a Pro Bowl, not just a Pro Bowl, but a Hall of Fame quarterback when you've beaten Bill Belichick three times in the Super Bowl. <laughs> or how about a Giants-Browns Super Bowl? How about that? I, I can't wait to watch this next week when they're 5-9. and nine. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> Better chance of Steph Curry missing three free throws in a row. Uh, Wes, let's check out your board. Oh, that, you got the Colts in there. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel strong about it. That was more with my heart than my head. I still feel like the Steelers will find a way to Oh, no it. Steelers. Still feel like this, I had to squeeze the Steelers out, but they're done. But I do think they're going to beat the Patriots. So they'll be, they're going to be right back in it, and then I'm going to be proven a fool once again. The Vikings, they do seem like the most logical team, but that team brings me no joy to watch. No. Need, well, unless like, things change the over the, the next round. three weeks dramatically. It is a little crazy. They've somehow turned a team with Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, and Dalvin Cook into a, and into a tough watch. It's a, it's a bad job. Uh, how about you, Greg? Uh, I'm, you know, some people could call my approach lazy. I'm going to call it likely. Let's see that <laughs> graphic because we're going to just dial up the six teams that are in the AFC in the playoffs right now, the six teams that are in the NFC right now. Fun! And you're just going to keep them. Sexy. No one's going to move. They're going to stay in the so same. So you essentially did no work. No. <laughs> I think, hey, which is more likely to happen, my scenario or his giant Giants-Browns fever? Well, trip? I just believe in, like, you know, new experiences and human exploration right. versus basic, just I'm co copy effort, and pasting the you know, current but this roster. Is, you know, I, integrity. I, I copy and paste. I believe in integrity, and I do think this is the most likely. I think the Ravens are the best uh, wild card option. I don't like any of the NFC options, so I think the Vikings will somehow get in by default. Maybe what I want Barlett to do is fly up the graphic of Greg's email where we were all laying out all the teams. Greg was like, just keep whatever it is right now. <laughs> but that's what I think is, is going to happen. It's true. The All Vikings right. back into the playoffs. I don't think the Patriots are going to move. I don't think anyone's going to move. All right, here are my predictions. All right, the old Zeuser. I got the Packers making the run. Uh, just something I'm kind of rooting for uh, because I feel like that would be a little excitement down the stretch. I think the the Ravens. Can I see that again, boys? <laughs> you had the Ravens. Oh, you, you had the Ravens. This is locked yeah. in your memory. You had no yeah. movement. The, in the I had the Ravens uh, hold on to the sixth seed. And the Steelers, I do believe the Steelers are right the ship. And I also believe the Patriots, even though the, you could definitely make the case that for the first time in a decade, they won't get a bye. I think they sneak into the first two seeds and pass uh, or stay there. They're, they're there right now. But I think they hold on to the second seed. Not a lot of movement there. I mean, you. Well, Packers is nice. You clowned on me. I actually. I have a team that has a like a five percent chance. I actually, Greg, you, Greg, you can't go ultra safe and then hit out. I you put the Packers. I in can the, do in whatever I want. I, I saw mean, you that can, you both you, had the Packers. You just used integrity as your keyword. I, mean, I, had, I saw that you both down, had please. the Packers, so I was just like, do we really want three people to have the Packers? I'm just gonna so take the, them out. You went the more exciting route, which is just to do nothing. I think. Yeah. The Texans have a better chance to get the number two seed than we've been given them. I, I agree with they that. They play three I was, tomato cans. To I agree close with out that. The year. You know, I agree with that. Wes, you, it's funny because I've kind of gotten behind the Texans this year. I was shook by their performance against the Colts and wondering. Uh, you got to lose Colts a game, pretty though. Good. I, you got shook when the Colts lost their six-game winning streak. You're getting shook after a nine-game winning streak. It's the NFL. You're going to have four or five bad mornings. I'm just even saying I won't be team. completely stunned if they're 10 and six. They're playing January. three teams that are closing out the string. 
That, it is that su- really helps. It is such a week-to-week week league that I think more than ever, what happened last Sunday affects our thinking more than ever before. And, it, like, you watch, you, you're on the Texans, and suddenly you're not for a little bit, then you will be next Sunday.